name is Serena Zuniga, and I am the president of Calhoun's chapter of PRSSA. Welcome to The Professional Podcast, a podcast created by a community of leaders who are connecting and preparing for a future in the public relations and communication fields. Today, we will be listening to Pauline Baines, Talent and Influencer Relations Coordinator at the Disney Company, to discuss her career journey, internship experience, and her time spent at Cal Lutheran. This episode is sponsored by California Lutheran University and is produced by Cal Lutheran PRSSA's executive team. All right, so hi everyone. Um, today we're going to be joined with Pauline Baines and she is the Talent and Influencer Relations Coordinator at the Disney Company. And we're so excited to have you here with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to everyone. Yeah, so just getting started, I would love to hear a little bit about um, your whole experience in college, some things you did in there and how that kind of prepared you for your future career. Yeah, so I guess to give everybody some background and context, I went to Calu. Um, I graduated in 2017. Um, I was a comm major, emphasis in PR, so I'm sure that's what a lot of you are. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think for me, I've always known that I wanted to work in entertainment. Um, and Kalu was kind of that gateway in for me because um, I'm originally from the San Francisco Bay Area and then moved to L.A., obviously, to try to pursue, like, obviously, further potentially pursue my career in entertainment. And um, yeah, Kalu was a great stepping stone for that. And I would say probably my freshman year was when I really decided that I wanted to go the entertainment route. And then um, come sophomore year, that's when I like really buckled down and I was like, okay, time to intern as much as I can everywhere I can. Um, and I started at my, this was first semester of sophomore year. I started at a small PR firm um, in Camarillo called, um, oh my gosh, Marketing Maven Public Relations. And I know that they offer a lot of internship opportunities for Cali students because half of their I feel like half of their employees are also from Cal or Calu alum, um, which is great. And then I interned second semester for a small, um, just like a small events team and um, do, doing like weddings and just trying to like kind of get a feel for all of that, um, just like the event space. And then I also interned for a small talent agency. It was just me and like the owner um, of the company. And we just worked out of our house in Moorpark. And um, yeah, that was kind of like my first like real experience, like in the flow of things and um, really dealing with like talent. And um, yeah, with that, that was and through that, she also introduced me to this company where I would like freelance um, different events and stuff. And so, yeah, that was pretty much that was my sophomore year. Then junior year, I um, studied abroad my first semester, um, did a semester at sea loved it and uh second semester junior year that was when I landed my first internship at like a big company I knew like I was like okay come like junior senior year like I really like start like amping it up um and go like go for bigger internships and so I got an internship at E under NBC Universal so I was working for E and Esquire Networks on their publicity team and then yeah my senior year I um, got an internship with Sony Pictures Television working as their um, reality television uh, 
development intern. So I kind of hopped around a little bit, all pretty much within, I mean, within the same realm. Um, but I really just wanted to kind of broaden my horizons and like really get a tool belt that would help me in the long run. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I mean, okay, I'm in college right now. I've had a lot of internships. You sound like you were extremely busy, <laughs> but you got these really cool roles. Um, what are some tips like that you would recommend for getting those positions? Because I know in college, it is really competitive. There's a lot of people trying to get at those types of companies. So how did you kind of navigate through that? I think the thing for me, I was definitely on the same boat as you just busy with school. And I was also very nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't go to a USC, UCLA. Like I'm not at one of these super known schools. Like, am I going to be able to like compete against, against them when it came to that? And, um, at the end of the day, I truly think it's like, I mean, you, everyone starts somewhere. And I think that's what people in the entertainment industry know. Like you don't have to have like a crazy internship right off the bat um, at a big company, like a well-known company. Um, I think it just got really lucky in terms of like my connections and um, you just never know who you're going to meet and come across. And that was something that I really emphasized um, in my time as an intern was just trying to be a sponge and like take in as much as I could and um, meet as many people as I could. And I think Kalu has like really great resources for that like sorry <laughs> I live in Hollywood so yeah you're good <laughs> there's always something happening outside um, but yeah I mean I just think like if it wasn't for my time at Cali like that's just all the internships really just came to me and then from there it was just so easy to like get more and then build my resume and be able to try to apply for those um, bigger companies. Yeah. So you kind of had mentioned you're being a sponge at these like internships. What do you think were some of the biggest takeaways or highlights that you learned while you were there? Yeah, I mean, I think majority of like, I remember my first internship ever. I I was learning how to do the whole, like, how to be professional. How to, Like, I remember I, the, my, like, first few weeks there, I got, like, I got in trouble for using, like, way too many exclamation points when I emailed. <laughs> I'd be like, I was just too eager. Um, but just, like, yeah, I think as, as time goes on, like, you are going to learn those things, just being a sponge and, like, um, learning from everything. And like, I, something that I would always do is if I like finished a task, like I would ask, I would go out of my way to ask other people like, Oh, do you need help? Like, Oh, like, can I like watch you? Like just kind of shadow them and what they were doing. Um, cause you never, I mean, you just never know. And I think it's really great. I feel like even though it's scary, especially as an intern, like it's a lot of pressure on you. Like sometimes they'll just throw you in. They're like, okay, you're going to cover the desk of the SVP of like reality television. And I'm like, I've never had to like roll calls or cover a desk before. Like um, it's those, I would say those um, hands-on experiences that really end up helping you grow. Yeah. Um, so now obviously you're working for the Disney company, which is really exciting. Um, I know it's a big company. How do you kind of stand out in, in your job there when it is so much bigger? Um, yeah, I feel like sometimes it's, it, or it can sometimes feel like you're like a small fish in a big pond. Um, but I mean, I've always been someone who's prided myself in my work ethic and 
Um, I uh, naturally, I feel like I'm a people person. So I try to make genuine effort and like connections with the people around me. So at least it's like they know and like um, everyone at Disney is really good at acknowledging you for your efforts, which is great um, because you feel very seen. Uh, But I think who was applying there, like, I mean, it was definitely nerve wracking, but I think... I think with those big internships or big jobs, once you um, graduate, like I think, I think it's just it's just a matter of going for it and staying persistent. If that's your dream, then like keep going for it. Um, so yeah, I hope that I hope I answered that question. Yeah, no, that was good <laughs> for sure. Um, so you've been working there for about four years, right? Um, yeah. What are some of the ways that it's changed while you've been working there? Obviously, yeah, it's like yeah. COVID also involved in that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, my job has changed so much just in general. Um, so, to, I guess for more background, too. So, when I first graduated from Kalu, um, my first job out of college was as a professional intern. So, it's like a full time internship program um, for, yeah, for college students at Disney and it was for Disney channel talent and casting. So I was with them for six months. Yeah. Just doing talent and casting, which is literally was like my biggest dream come true because I was such a Disney channel girl growing up. Um, and then getting the chance to like actually like work like in the area that I mean I got to um that like literally made all of our favorite shows growing up it was a really cool experience um and then moving into like my new role as a talent coordinator or influencer coordinator for it's it's broad we cover like everything but like under Disney Disney plus um yeah my role really shifted a lot like I initially was brought in really to just help with a lot of our like just cleaning up our like talent database and uh, a lot of admin stuff was what I was initially brought in for and my role shifted within like a year and I was fully hands-on and I was doing my you know doing my thing like helping out with campaigns and um, events and things and all that stuff so I definitely got a lot more involved which was really exciting Um, and I guess yeah how my job has changed between now and pre-COVID. I would say pre-COVID, my job really involved a lot, or yeah, like I was really involved with having to be out of the office. It's not a typical like desk job, working in influencer relations, talent relations, um, because you're doing just that. You're literally building relationships and um, fortifying those relationships within the company. And so it was a lot of, yeah, I was going as like a talent rep for a shoot or having to travel out of state with talent to go to like Walt Disney World or um, something like that. And then on the other end of it too, it's like we do talent giftings or um, we'll take meetings with managers and talent representation. So, or like talent themselves. So it was, it was a mixed bag. Like we, I felt like um, pre COVID my work life was very fun, very fun, Um, busy. I mean, I think I was going to an event probably like at least twice a week which was really awesome because it really was a lot of exposure within the company. And then now, um, I mean, things are picking up, which is really exciting. And um, now it's mostly just, yeah, I feel like we haven't 
stopped being busy ever. It's just, we're constantly doing stuff now. It's just without the, without the events. Um, we have had a few, like we've had like a couple drive-in screenings, which was fun um, where we've invited talent. So I've gone to that, but yeah, it's, I would say it's, it's different, but it's still just as busy, but more so it's like, I'm more so I'm busy from home mm-hmm. like, yeah. on Zoom and stuff. Yeah. So like you're basically recruiting talent, right? You're trying to find them for these different roles. Uh, how much are you using like social media when you're looking for people or do you have oh, more wow. people like come to you? Oh, it's, it's definitely, it's a mix for sure. Um, I think that's something that I've always, I've just always been into social media and I always knew I'm like, okay, well, these are the YouTubers I watched, like coming into this role. Like I really wanted to hone in, especially cause it was like the youngest person on my team coming in and like kind of giving them a refresh of the talent that, um, we were using. Cause I was like, okay, well I want to use, like, I want to like work with all my favorite favorite YouTubers, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's a mix. I would say my whole job is social media. I think I'm on Instagram or TikTok probably like majority of the day. Um, and it's a mix. Sometimes we'll have managers or, um, agents like pitch us talent. Um, and then on the other end of it too, like I'm constantly scrolling around and seeing people like it's, it's honestly become a science. Like you have to like see who people follow or um who are the top people like and then obviously everyone knows who like the top people are because they just show up on your like for you page on tiktok more um they're on your explore page on instagram so i feel like i'm coming across new people all the time or um yeah if there's someone we really want to work with like we'll start to develop a relationship with them um and yeah hopefully work with them when you're bringing like some a new person on um how much is it of it is like talking with like their agents or like things like that? Or is it like directly with the people or like, how's that relationship really go? Yeah, it, it definitely, de- it depends. Um, I think with more of like those micro influencers, so micro influencers, probably anybody who has like, I want to say under like under 50 K ish, um, under 100k I'm forgetting my my terminology um but yeah for for usually people who are smaller they a lot of them don't have representation they represent themselves so it's a lot easier to get in contact with the talent themselves um there are some bigger talent that choose to not have representation either um that we work with which is pretty cool um getting to talk to them directly but I mean a lot of the time as we're bringing someone on um it's usually based on like our campaigns and if we think they're a good fit for something we'll reach out to their manager or them directly and then someone will end up like redirecting us to their team and then um yeah that's pretty much how those conversations start and once I feel like with Disney it's like yeah like if we know you're a good partner and um like you you deliver great quality content we're gonna work like more than likely work with you again so that's pretty much just how the relationship builds a lot too is just having these people and I think for us we like to look for people who kind of organically already talk about Disney and post about Disney it just makes the job so much easier because it's like oh well here's an example of their posts like they're already talking about Disney like it makes sense to use them for XYZ campaign whatever right yeah that's really cool 
Um, so like for your day-to-day type of thing, can you just like explain some of that, like what you do now um, versus, I mean, you explained already what you did before, but like just like your day-to-day work. Yeah, it all, I mean, it all varies. Um, definitely some days are busier than others. I think the past few weeks for me have been really busy. Um, but usually it's all wake up, check my emails, kind of prioritize and figure out what, yeah, like what my main priorities are going to be for the day um, and base my day basically off of that. A lot of my days meetings. So I'm like literally pulling up my calendar right now. So like, <laughs> say for example, we had like, I had a bunch of meetings for um, like TikTok and like kind of our direction there. And then um, yeah, things with like new releases coming out and um, brainstorms kind of coming up with like campaign strategy, how we can utilize influencers for these like upcoming releases, um, things like that. So yeah, it varies. Like I sometimes I'll have meetings with um, talent and their reps or um, sometimes I'll just have like a really slow day where I don't have any meetings, but I'm like usually trying to like source talent for different campaigns or um, things like that. So yeah, every day, every day is so different in in this world, um, but that's what makes it so exciting too, is because not every day is the same. Right. So with that, what do you think is some of the best or like worst parts of this job for you? Um, I would say the best part is definitely getting to meet so many people. Um, and so I, I think that's that's probably like my biggest highlight, especially getting to meet people that I looked up to growing up um, and getting to work with them. And like now I'm fr- like friends with a lot of them. So it's kind of it's kind of weird from that perspective. Like I just, it's like manifesting like what I wanted as a child. Um, and then I say the, I wouldn't say it's like the worst part. I just say sometimes it can be a little difficult in terms of having to be on 24 seven. And I think a lot of people don't realize with a job like this, um, in a way I'm acting as kind of like a lot of these talents, like direct contact to Disney. So people will contact me on weekends, really randomly late at night. And I'm just like, okay, I'm a person too. <laughs> like I need, I need a break. So yeah, I think, I think that could probably be the most challenging part of it is when um, sometimes people are just like, well, she, or like there's that blurred line of like, she's a friend versus she is someone that I work for slash with. So it's, um, it can be a little, line can get blurred there. So it can be a little difficult at times, um, with the boundaries. <laughs> right. Yeah. It seems like a very like hands-on 24 seven job. And especially with like Disney, cause it is a little bit more high demanding. That does seem kind of difficult to do all the time. Um, but like, say someone is trying to get a position like at somewhere like this, what are some tips that you think they should, um, have or do to just prepare? Yeah. Well, I'm, all of you are in this club, so I'm sure you all have had internships, but like, that's something I obviously like, I cannot stress it enough to everyone is like internships is what changed, like, that's what changed the game for me completely. And, um, you learn so much about what you like and dislike and it helped. I mean, it, it, that's what shaped my path completely to where I am. And I think getting into a big company like this, yeah, like just really leaning on your 
connections and your resources is such a big thing. Um, I don't think I would have gotten half of the roles I got without like recommendations from my bosses or them knowing someone like I, I mean, just to be completely honest with you, like I, for my, when I was an intern at Sony, um, my like head, head boss, like she was like SVP of our entire group. She sent an email to someone over at ABC who then, who was head of talent and casting at ABC, who then sent an email to my old bosses at Disney channel saying this, you should meet with this girl, at least like to get an interview. Um, so you just never, I mean, you just never know. And I think people that you intern with also, um, yeah, you guys are all in the same boat, but at the end of the day, you don't know where they're going to end up or um, like that's that's who you are going to be working with one day. So it's really good to just keep good graces with everyone and just um, put your best foot forward always. Um, have a strong resume, obviously. Um, you don't have to have the craziest job experiences on there, but just having a really solid, well put together resume um, and being able to like carry yourself well in an interview. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I'm just thinking about like all my resume <laughs> stuff I've been writing. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely no, I, like a constant work in progress. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what class it was. Um, it might've been the interpersonal communications class I took or business and professional communications class. Some, one of them, <laughs> one of the classes I took, but that was like the main focus of it. Like we went through and wrote like the cover letter we like did so many drafts of the resume um which was funny being in that class because I felt like I was kind of already ahead of the game and then just like reworking it but then like it was helpful too because we would come up with um like different scenarios of like oh like say you got the first interview but then they ultimately decided that you weren't a good fit for the role like how to respond and I think even just those little things like how you respond to say you didn't get an opportunity you just like truly like you never know like you might have not gotten that opportunity but that um that recruiter or that you know that person that thought of you for that role might have something for you later on if they thought that you were a good fit so you just never know right yeah um and then lastly I was just going to ask um what are some um ways that PR has helped you in this role because I know it's not directly related to PR but that you did um emphasize in it when you studied Mm -hmm. so just taking some of those roles into your job now yeah I think the world of PR has completely also it's just changed. I think there are a ton of elements of PR in my role now because um, it is so public facing and talent facing and like having to, you know, like do the, like with PR, like I think of like, like the events and the gifting side of it. And that's a huge part of my job now. And I think as years go on, um, and they are projecting it, I'm pretty sure like influencer marketing, PR, like all those realms are just going to like mesh together into one because it has honestly become, it's become that. I think the only thing that makes my job different than PR or specifically a PR is the fact that we run paid campaigns versus just like um, doing publicity for talent and getting them up to events and giftings and things like that. Yeah. I mean, I think marketing, PR, all those things, it's totally coming together, especially on social media like that. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Um, I wanted to open it up to everyone else if they had any questions they wanted to ask. Um, yeah, I had a question. Um, so this is something I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about. And um, it's just 
you know how you mentioned you had a lot of internships, um, but I was curious for your job at Disney. Um, was there like a training process you had to go through or were you just kind of thrown into the fire and had to learn more like that um, and just that process? I would say for all my internships, you're just there is no never a formal training process. I think you'll have one day of someone like hand holding you and like showing you the best first day ever. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're on your own. But that's what I mean by like being a sponge too, is just being so willing and ready to step up um, when and where you can. And um, yeah, I I mean, I'm trying to think like back on my, I think I had one, literally one day of training and that was, it was just like, okay, run with it. And I did. And it, it becomes your own too. And that's what's so great. I think with my current role and my job at Disney is I've really been able to make it my own and implement processes now that like my whole team uses. Um, so it's pretty great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. I'll go. Um, this is really random. And I know that you definitely don't remember this, but when I was a freshman applying to Kalu, um, I actually DM'd you on Instagram and like, told you what's your major like your Kalu experience looks really cool so I just kind of wanted to say like hey and thank you for that because like that really actually did make me declare a emphasis in PR and advertising so oh my gosh you made me cry (laughs) wait that's so cool yeah I'm so glad (laughs) random and when I saw we were doing this with you I like went through because I was like that sounds so familiar and I looked at it and it like yeah (laughs) so that happened in like 2018 so I wanted to say thank you wow oh my what year are you now I'm a junior wow I'm old (laughs) but that's awesome I'm so I'm I'm glad I could I'm glad I could help you yeah you definitely did like your career is really cool but I have a question though. Um, yeah. Because of the pandemic, um, my internship route and everything that I had planned kind of just got like derailed a little mm-hmm. bit. So my resume is like heavily focused on like student, like more Kalu stuff. Like I'm an editor on the Echo. I do this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice do you have for students that may not have? internships necessarily but still want to go out and look for them and um how do you find them as well as like a Cali student and what resources do you think were helpful for that yeah um I know I think I think this whole pandemic really threw wrench into so many things for so many people so I really feel for you guys on that one um but I think in just in terms of someone who hasn't had like proper internship experience, I think at the end of the day, like it never hurts to apply to these things. And I think there's still job experience or work experiences. And those are just as valid as an internship. And like, I'll be honest with you, I've had internships at a big company where I didn't do anything. Like I didn't learn anything. And I was like, the only reason I'm staying here is to have this title on my, like this company on my resume. And like, I didn't, I truly did not do anything. And here you are like actually getting like great work experience, probably like at Kalu where you're like actually out there on the field. Um, yeah. Putting your skills to use versus just, you know, getting coffees for people. (laughs) So I think, I think, yeah, I mean, just, it's just, a matter of being confident in what you bring to the table 
and what you have to offer as a potential employee for that company. And then in terms of where I found internships, um, if you haven't read it already, I don't know if it's going to be a little outdated for you guys, but um, the book by the intern queen, it's like called All Work, No Pay by Lauren Berger. That book I read, I think going into my sophomore year. And that's like the book that changed my life. Like it was that like changed my hustle game. And I, she talks about like this, like internship dream list and just thinking of all these companies, like think about your day to day and like what products you use, what you, where you watch your TV, what, what you watch, like where you get your sources of entertainment and just write down everything. And then honestly, all these big companies have like career pages and they have like links out to like the internships that they have to offer um, over the different semesters. But that's one way to start is truly just directly on the company's career page. Um, sometimes Kalu, Kalu postings would have really great little gems that I would, I got my first intern, I got my first three internships from Kalu postings. Um, so you can definitely find things there. And then um, I'm just trying to think. Also, uh, if you Google entertainmentcareers.net, they have sometimes they're like, oh, you need to sign up to see it. But a lot of the times, like the legit companies will like show up um, and the listings will show up. And obviously utilizing LinkedIn, LinkedIn is always going to be like a safe bet. And if there is someone that you want to like pick their brain or whatever, like they know that you're a student. So they will more, more often than not, I would say that like, if you saw someone who you were inspired by their role or their title or their job, and you just wanted to get more information, obviously don't go out to like SVPs, executive level people. Like, but if you see someone like their assistant or a coordinator or something like that, and you want to like pick their brain, just shoot them a message on LinkedIn. Um, I feel really bad because I, I like made a TikTok that went like, not viral, but like it got, it was pretty popular on uh, earlier in quarantine about my job at Disney. And all these people started adding me on LinkedIn and started asking me for interviews. And I was like, there's no way I can, I can't do all of these. So I feel bad because I'm not a good example for like someone who takes informational interviews, but it's like, of course I'll do this. But like, um, but yeah, more often than not, I'd say those are your best bets on where to find internships. Keep looking. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I have a question. Yeah. So how did you really like find out what kind of path you wanted to go on? Because it sounds like you have like a good, like diverse experience. So how did you decide like, how did you decide like what you wanted to like fall into and really work yeah. towards? So I was always kind of one of those weirdos where I like, for me, it's like, I knew I loved all things entertainment. Um, at first I thought I kind of wanted to go like reality TV, hence all my reality TV internships. <laughs> um, but truly, I mean, freshman year, I was deciding between either going into fashion or um, entertainment and I did this like weekend program with Teen Vogue in New York, where I just like had a crash course of like what it was like to be in fashion. And I was like, I don't love this. Like it's more of a hobby. And I, that's like what really defined like, okay, I'm going to go into entertainment 
and it was my freshman year of college. So I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to focus on. And like, for me, I think I always went around telling everyone like in high school, I was like, I'm going to be a publicist, but I didn't even know what that really meant. I was just telling everyone, I was like, I'm going to be a publicist or work in PR. Um, And I think, yeah, like I, all my internship experiences like ranged from like events, PR, like talent and casting, like it is really um, robust. But I think at the end of the day, it always came down to me enjoying like working with people. And like, I've always been super into social media and like caring way too much about the lives of of people on the internet. And um, it just ended up being like a really natural fit. Cause I think a lot of people ask me like, how did you get this job? And I'm like, or like, what do you, what do I need to take in school to get this job? And I'm like, at I mean, you, this is not something you study in school. This is not like a class that I took at Calu, you know, like it wasn't like talent relations class. Like, no, it was just general communications courses and getting to apply those to what I do now. But um, yeah, I hope I answered your question. I think I went on a tangent. Um, I actually had one other question. Um, yeah. So obviously you're like very good with people and very social. Um, what are some of your biggest interview tips? Because um, clearly you have to interview pretty well to get all these amazing roles. Um, yeah, I mean, believe me, I would have so much like anxiety and like nerves before an interview. But I think something that always helped me was like, I'm also just that type of person who like over preps, like it's better to just go in there knowing all these racks than um, going in there knowing nothing or like just going in blind. I think for me, like I like I, I. I actually made, sorry, I made a TikTok on this because I was, I found, I, when I was moving um, at the end of last year, I found my binder that I used to prep for my Disney Channel interview when I was a senior at Calu. And it was an entire binder that I printed out like articles of like their new shows that they were picking up. And like, I printed out the entire Disney Channel Wikipedia page, like studied it. And I like went and highlighted, took notes. I was like, okay, like what decoms have I seen? What, like, what things can I like touch on? Like I was just quizzing myself on like talent. Like it was like next level like preparation. And then I walked into my interview and she was more interested about like, oh, what semester at C? Like, <laughs> like they just wanted to get a feel for my personality. But like, um, yeah, like that's, those are just the things. But like, obviously I've had interviews where they've thrown me a curveball. That's like, what's your weakness? And I'm like, uh, you know, it's like, I always practice the interview questions, like common interview questions. I'll practice that um, to tell me about yourself spiel. And then, yeah, just kind of knowing, like going into it, especially if you're trying to get into a field like mine. Like, um, like I remember at my interview for E, I like did so much research, but I like knew the name. I knew the person who was going to interview me. Someone had told me his name. And so I like creeped on his socials and saw that he was like a massive Britney Spears fan. And I was like, okay, cool. This guy could be, this guy's gonna be a fun interview. And then during my interview, he like actually like legitimately asked me those like typical interview questions. And then as like my curveball at the end, because obviously I was so prepared for all those like typical interview questions at the very end he was like give me your top three pop culture moments and I knew that he was obsessed with Britney Spears so I was like I got this so I just like pulled out like oh like 
these are my top three. And I made sure to include Britney Spears. And he was like freaking out on the phone. And then like at the end of the call, he was like, okay, well, like it was so great talking to you. Um, I'll get back to you by the end of the week. Like if you got the position or not, I have to go through um, a couple other people first, but we'll be back to you by the end of the week after we have the other interviews. And I was like, okay. Um, and then an hour later, I got a call back from him and he was like, honestly, actually, I lied. He's like, I don't want to interview anybody else anymore. And it was because I literally <laughs> referenced Britney Spears. So yeah, just being overly prepared never hurts. I had another question. So um, what are some or like who are some people that we should be kind of like looking out for, like like watching on TikTok? I know you probably like know that or like up and coming stars people like that I mean obviously my girl Olivia Rodrigo (laughs) um I love her so much but like I because I worked with the Disney Channel cast I like know all of those kids and they're amazing and everyone's starting to do their own thing like I feel like Disney Channel is starting to like get a new batch of like people entering the scene so I don't know them but like all the people that were there when I worked there, I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone's literally like taking off. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this space is honestly ever changing. And I think at Disney, we're constantly like, I mean, we're constantly working with so many different types of people. We'll work with people as small as like 5K, like 5,000 followers to people who are like, you know, 50 million on TikTok. Like um, it really it really varies. Like we've, I mean, I've, we worked with Charlie and Dixie and those people, but um, yeah, I mean, I would, I don't think there's really anyone that like top of mind. I'm not like thinking of anyone, but Olivia Rodrigo, watch out for her. I think she's, she's going to be huge and she's on high school musical, our second season coming out soon. So yeah. How exciting was that for all of you guys when her song first came out <laughs> and was doing so well? Yeah. I mean, everyone was, everyone is so excited for her. I think especially the people that know her like personally, because technically like we're not dealing with like show talent. Um, we're dealing with influencers, but like we've done like collabs where, for example, they, like I launched, I helped launch Disney plus, um, on the East coast in November of 2019. So they sent me as the only person on my team to go to New York to launch Disney plus out there and um, manage all these influencers and have them attend. Like I, we we, um, did something with like the high school musical kids and that cast. So we did this like bus karaoke where we invited, like I invited influencers to come. And then I had, then we had like the show talent and like, we all just got on like one of those like sightseeing buses or and like saying karaoke and it was just so fun so sometimes there's crossovers like that but yeah that sounds so fun <laughs> yeah like truly truly I think pre-covid when I got to just do things with um like do things like in person and like all these events like those were truly the best moments and yeah I mean like back then, I think about it back then like I don't know if you're familiar at all with like the high school musical cast but like a lot of like the high school musical the musical this not the not the og one but um yeah everyone was pretty small i mean olivia had her show bizarre bark on disney channel um so she was pretty like all, kind of well known she had like a million followers at the time and then yeah the show came out she blew up i was there when like josh bassett had his first ever interview or first ever audition at disney channel <laughs> 
and just like seeing him like how much he's like he's blown up so yeah it's really it's really cool because I think my world at Disney Channel and then coming into this role like collided a lot and it's helpful that I know are like I know like the shows that we're promoting because a lot of the time my coworkers are usually older than me so they don't they're like I don't know what Descendants is I don't know what <laughs> I'm like what right. is that? <laughs> oh so fun um yeah. I had another question for you. I'm like blinking because you said something that reminded me of it. Um, I'm totally blinking. I don't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, did anyone else have any other questions? Okay. Right. I have kind of like a personal fun question. Okay. What has been like your favorite memory or moment working for Disney so far? I would say I'll give you two because I, I know these like right off the bat. Um, Actually, I'll give a couple. I think there's there's so many, truly, because I feel like this job has given me a lot of experiences that I would have never gotten if I was just like anywhere else. Um, I think the first highlight was obviously like top my top highlight was launching Disney Plus out of New York because I was I got sent there for just to, just to do the high school musical thing. And then my boss called me that weekend and was like, hey, you're going to stay the entire week and we're going to have you launch Disney Plus on the East Coast. And I was like, I think I then that was when I was like, I had just turned 24 <laughs> and I was just like, what the heck? Like, how am I like, how is this my life already? Um, So that was really exciting. And then my second highlight was going to it's all like my New York trips going to Good Morning America um, for 25 Days of Christmas segment with Christy Carlson Romano, who's Ren Stevens, Kim Possible. Um, and just I'm I'm like pretty close with her to begin with. And so it was fun, like going to New York, New York with her and then um, getting to go to Good Morning America. And then enough that day. I don't know if you know, I mean, Dan and Shay, if you've heard of them. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dan and Shay just so happened to be the guest performers the day that we were there. It was like Dan and Shay, Margot Robbie, Christy Carlson, Romano, and I like ha- ultimate fangirl. Like I couldn't even contain myself. At, by the end of the by the end of the show, everybody on set knew like the Disney girl is obsessed with Dan and Shay. Like she needs to meet them, and I like they like put me in a special place. The camera guys to, like watch them perform like speechless, and then. Um, I got to like go, I like, they had passed me so many times because we were all in the same green room, but I was like too scared to go up to them. And then I got to like meet them formally, which was really exciting. And then I think lastly, like, honestly, a lot of like the parks opportunities we get, like it sucks because I'm like, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I don't really know anything about it, but I um, got to be at like Star Wars land like a month before it opened to the public. Um, And We've had so many shoots there. I know that place like the back of my hand. Like I've been at the park so many times and we're the only people there for the shoot. So just things like that, like you would never think you would get to experience, but. I'm so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I saw your face. I was like, Dan and Shane, you were like. Thanks so much. Yeah, no, I love them. (laughs) I've seen them before in concert and I actually want to go to to their um, New York one that's coming up in September. So I hope I can. Oh, wow. They're already playing shows like. Yeah, in September they have one. um, And my friend just got into grad school out there. So I might go. (laughs) That's exciting. Oh my gosh, do it. (laughs) When you said that, I was like, oh, Malia's going to freak out right now. (laughs) (laughs) I saw her face. Her face told me. I was like, okay. With you. Um, well, thank you so yeah. much. Does anyone else have any other questions? 
Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much for meeting with us and answering all our questions and everything. Of course, I had so much fun. And if you guys ever need anything, definitely add me on LinkedIn. It helps me when I see like Kalu because that's, I just have so many requests coming in all the time. So like, I like will prioritize if I see Kalu, I will like always like try to respond or like accept the invitation, whatever. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was really nice to meet you. Of course. Nice meeting you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Professional Podcast featuring Pauline Baines. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CLUPRSSA for podcast updates and internship opportunities. For exclusive access to these live interviews, become a member with PRSSA at your university.